Hello, here we are. Heavy Breather, X-Ray FM, once again. Portland, <clears throat> Oregon. Here well, we are. I'm, I'm in the outskirts, though. The outskirts of Oregon. Okay. Well, you're, they're 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 like trying to the like the the outskirts. They're trying to become. They're the, trying in, to secede from Oregon. Right. They don't want to be Oregon anymore. Oh, they, they, they want to go to Idaho. They like Idaho better. I guess so. Like, fine. I think it's cool there. They don't. They've never been there. That's the problem. But they still want to do it. They don't care. When you show them the pictures, they just push the pictures away. Like, no. It's. I know in my heart that, that I Idaho know. is great. It's going to be fun there. Idaho is one giant uh, cage. It's a prison. It's like a prison of of dread. Being there, yeah. I don't care if you're I in mean, the country. If you're, yeah, you're like in near the the glacier there, and they have the um, the old mine. You know that 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 uh, f- that f- that caved in, and all those miners, they all got trapped in and died, and they just left them in there. Yeah, but then they cut it out, and then they made it glass. So you could see their bodies. You'd you know, see them frozen in time, clawing at each other to just, climb out. But there was right. nothing. There was no hole for them to climb out of. And that's kind of right. I know was claim to fame. That's I where mean, everyone. Yeah, you that's why they you, go to you Idaho. the road trip. Yep, they have a couple of them. They recreated it in a different part of Idaho. They have like re like historic reenactors. Yeah, of like the people just you know like. You, you're in a cave. You're basically in a cave, and you have all the chairs, and you're sitting. And they come in, and they start suffocating, and yeah. And mostly that's all it is. And then for about forty-five minutes of the play or the reenactment, you're just watching them dead on the ground. Yeah. First, they they claw at each other, trying to climb up each other uh, to the ceiling, where they think maybe it's the the ground's thin or something. That yeah. Then eventually they die. Right. You sit there. You're just kind of standing around, waiting for for the for the the show to end. Right. They, and you clap when they die, but then they just stay there for another 25 minutes and everyone just stands around. You could hear everyone's tummy starting to grumble because for some reason you get really hungry when you're in a cave. <laughs> yeah, you start talking and then the, the attendant shushes you yeah. really angrily. It's not over. You have to absorb you know, their death. Cave hunger. It's real. It's real. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the the... That's what you go do. That's what you go do. That's why. That's what we want. A lot of a lot of caves. They should. They should like when they secede. They should do like a little little like it should like kind of like it'd be like a peninsula that that's, that dips out. So Portland gets looped into the Idaho. Oh what you know? I just want Portland to be part of the the right. secession. Yeah, like it could just be like the the very tip of the east side. And then just for a straight line for it just uh, says 400 miles. But, it, the, but the line is only miles. seven feet. <laughs> so it's just within that. And if you step over it, but then there's cops in between. There these naughty boy cops wearing mesh shirts and they have, you know, le- double leather. You can see there it's really hard for them to move a lot around because of all the leather they're wearing. Right. And they have to stand in the, in the, like this really narrow Idaho yeah. portion. Just shivering and shaking, double leather cops. I double leather Idaho cops. It's gonna be the name of my my new age <laughs> jazz record. Double leather Idaho cops. Yeah, yeah, I'd buy that record. Oh, the worst is going to Idaho from uh, Portland, and there's that corridor, and you're just because you're you're about like an hour away from from Boise, where you're like, oh, finally I can see civilization, but in reality it's a hellhole. But the cops, they are there to catch you right there because you start speeding a little, and they know. Yep. Um, was that 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 weird pizza place that we played at? Was that was that in Oregon or in in Idaho on the way to? 
Oh, you mean the time that we played at the at, and there was a one f- that we played a ro- loud rock band to one family eating who kept inching away from us <laughs> in the pizza place. Yeah, it's like a family pizza yeah. place. And then the guy at the end, he was like, just like he'd hosted a bunch of shows and bands seemed to do okay there. Nobody came to see us, and we were driving to Boise that night, and literally a snowstorm was coming in. And he's like, "If you're ever in, when you're in Boise, there, I just gotta say." There's this mandolin player. You gotta check him out. He's just amazing, this guy. And he's just talking about it. He's, he's like the way he plays, and 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 we were watching literally just the just snow drift, drifting. <laughs> and we also snow. had to like shake him down for like twenty three dollars yeah. and seventy two cents for a gas. Money I don't know there. why. I don't know why people weren't here. They're here. I love it when they, when they tell you like they're here every other time. This is the only time nobody's ever come. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know. Is that, what's that supposed to make me feel like, sir? Yeah, he just like, <laughs> begrudgingly gave us. Yeah. You know, I would like, like eighteen dollars and quarters. Yeah, and then we stayed. Remember, and then that night we got to we got to outside of Boise, and the power went out. Remember, and we stayed in a. Uh, I don't remember. I blacked this out of my mind. Yeah, we stayed in the hotel, and it was like the power was out. Really? Yeah, for a while. I just remember, like, that's when the memory ends. It's just yeah. the snow dropping from the sky and this guy rambling on about a mandolin player. Right. He's just like, oh, man. This Anxiously mandolin player. I was like, do you read the room, man. Do you understand? We don't look at mandolins. <laughs> We're not mandolin guys, okay? Nothing wrong with a mandolin, but it's just not my jam. I mean, technically, the guitar is just a giant mandolin player. <laughs> Yeah. Everything's a mandolin. If you think about it enough. This is a folk song he wrote in the 70s, Everything's a Mandolin. Which so we stayed at a hotel and the power went out because of the snow? Yeah, power went out. Yeah, we just slept and we just woke up the next day and then we like, oh, and then we went to, and I'll never forget, we, we were there for, um, I think it was this time, yeah, for, for the stupid festival, and uh, which is cool. It's a cool festival. It is a cool festival. But, but uh, we were there and... Uh, we were there, and the first, I was so tired, and we were up in the, like, get your bracelets room, where they usher you, and they was like, get your bag of goodies, you know, you're just like, yep. I don't want like, any of this stuff. It's your garbage bag yeah, of garbage. You, th- you throw, you throw this garbage. away. And yeah, and, and this woman comes up to me, and she's just like, <gasps> and grabs me, and she's just like, oh my God, and then she's like, oh my, you're not going to, oh my God, and I was like, she's like, do you know who you look like? And I was just like, and I knew by the look of her, I was like, you think I look like Dave Grohl. I was like, Dave Grohl. And she's like, you do? Has anyone told you that? And I was like, no, they haven't. Jesus Christ. Remember that? And it ruined my whole day, remember? Yeah. Yeah. I slashed that that guy's tires, remember? (laughs) You you tried to grab the gun out of the cop's holster we knocked it we went to the graveyard and knocked over a bunch of gravestones that's the only that's the only thing that'll that'll quench my you gotta find anger. like the the polish immigrants and kick over their their graves make you feel better right i, I, I borrow a hundred thousand dollars from my dad and uh, put a hot dog stand it's <laughs> the only way to, to quench my anger charlie's coney island wiener dogs and then i'm totally fine after that yep feel good good as new yeah that was like that's the thing it's like i had already done that kind of stuff in my 20s and then it was like somehow convinced like oh this is gonna be a good idea you're gonna become success like you know what i mean i'm a 35 36 year old man you know yep and i look a lot older and i feel (laughs) a lot older and and i I have an old feel to me 
Yeah. People would yeah keep on thinking that you were Poppy's dad. Right. It was constant. You know, and if they're real young, they think I'm his grandpa. Because mm. they, they just can't, you know. They can't get the other. They have no way to gauge no the age gauge. difference. So see, all they see is old, and they can't. They just see near death, the decrepit failure near death. You can smell it. Right. They can smell it. They get, you know, a little. You know, little little violent these kids around when they, when when kids are around. That's the thing. When kids are around, old, that's why they don't allow kids in hospice because yeah, they're fair. The, the instinctual. Yeah, turns kids children violent. They smell the the yeah, the the rotting organs, and they there's just something yeah, they that connects. There's like it's like your brain has like opioid receptors in it, and we're just waiting for the opioids to like connect to them and, and make right. us feel nice. Same thing with these these death pheromones for children they just latch on to them and it's like you know they go feral they want to go murder murder mode it was kind of it was much many years later when i realized that there, there was like uh, inherent vi- violence to well humanity obviously mm-hmm. but but um yeah. but you know but uh with with boys 14 15, 16 year old boys i was like oh man i remember this we were standing in line to see a concert it was very it was a particularly like hardcore you know show it was the locust a band called <laughs> Erebon radar which you couldn't probably have that name today no um, Erebon radar who were amazing and uh lightning bolt was playing like pr- some pretty extreme bands yeah, and uh, these kids show. were waiting in line, you know. And I remember the feeling being like, I can't believe I'm when I was sixteen, I'm going to see like, you know, uh, you know, Royal Trucks or Jesus Lizard or something. Being like, I can't believe I'm going to be able to get to see this music. So they were probably feeling the same way. But we were standing outside of the Meow Meow, the All Ages Club, and the kids were standing talking to each other, like kind of turning, looking around. You know, there was a pallet just leaning <laughs> against the wall and then one of the kids just turned so and just started destroy. just destroying the pallet like kicking it and crushing it and it was like very quick very yeah. sudden it was just in his heart he, he had to he had to let it out he just turned and did it and it was just and everyone just kind of looked at him and then he just turned and looked at his friends like anyway and kept talking or whatever <laughs> and I was like oh yeah I was like he's an artist violence. He's an artist. He had to, yeah. to express himself. But yeah, just the boys, you know, it's, there's something, there's something in us. There's a darkness, especially when no. you're, you're barely like entering your teens. You no, wanna, you endorse men. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> you want to, no, you right. want to, you know, cause havoc. Yeah. Property damage. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of, that's, that's the thing. Property damage. Most property of the, most damage. of the property damage that happens in the United States happens from sixteen-year-old boys. Because <laughs> I was there. Is this something that someone else owns that you want to, to? Have you ever have you ever gone up to a car's window or or somebody's window and smashed it for no reason? No, knowing <laughs> no. knowing you're doing criminal damage. To I don't somebody's... think so. I mean, we've oh, we've like um, definitely you know yeah. caused damage. Probably keyed some cars. Yeah. I mean, we would just push people down and smash them up and smash into windows and crush. No, Start fires. Just kidding. It was a very good boy. But I did tell my, my son that I had been to jail a few times, and he now he will always wants to. He's like, tell me the story again of wh- why and how you went to jail. And I was like, this isn't a fun story for me. It's not. <laughs> I knew that it would be interesting to you at four because it, it'll, you know, it'll blow your mind, but it's not that interesting. 
<laughs> well, now he he's gonna he, you've you've set him on a path. Right now he's gonna go to jail. It's cool going to jail. It's where all the cool stuff happens. I got arrested, but I just went. I just sat in the like little drunk tank that had, right. it was like a little just well, a wooden bench in that's a closet. Any time I got arrested, it was the same stuff. Except in Chicago, in the Cook County Jail, I got wrangled up with about fifteen other people, and it was like, man. And, and let me tell you how racist the police were to us. They were like talking about uh, you know black men, what they're going to do to us. Jesus, you know? and it's just like this is supposed to scare. And it was just like. I, can't, I was a little older at that point. I think I was like 18 at this point. Yeah, I was just like, and I was pathetic. just like, you are pathetic, man. I was like, Freaks. you are just cr- total creeps. And we were just qu- so quiet and like somber. Yeah. You know, and sad. Yeah. Like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. The best like, part about it is my mom found out and she drove. She drove to Chicago and then and then was like, ah, you know, pre pre uh, navigation. And she was just like, I don't know where the Cook County Jail is, and gave up and just drove home. So we just <laughs> so I stayed in jail until like the next day or whatever. Uh huh. <clears throat> yeah. But I yeah, I was just like in the Kirkland, is. the Kirkland Jail. So my dad had to come pick me up at. Oh, the Cook County Jail is like for real. I mean, you know, they process a lot of they process murderers. People yeah, Kirkland them. Jail. It's just like the 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 bougie suburbs of Seattle. Yeah. So. They give you a little, you know, a little tea. It's never too late. Croissant. It's like that song, I Can't Drive 55. It was originally about an old man. The song was called, I Can't Drive a 55-Year-Old Man Around. Mm -hmm. And it was about, you know, know, being in your 20s and having to drive your 55-year-old uncle all over the place. He got a DUI. He can't drive. He can't drive. You know, he needs to to, go to the grocery store. Um, the, 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 you know... Public yeah. transit system is falling apart. He he, he relies on you. And then he's like, "Here, though, you can. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lend you my. Uh, they don't fit me anymore because I'm 55. But I have these red leather pants and red <laughs> leather jacket and a um, and a parachute. Yeah, I'm 55. I can't wear this anymore. I can't do it. But you can parachute into court <laughs> if you want. Parachute. You're just a boy. You can wear this. <laughs> You're just a boy. You're just a boy that writes amazing bluesy rock and roll songs. <laughs> and of course, you know the, that was like the, the age. That was the time. It was also you know it was it was everyone else. It was Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel and Mister Mister and all these bands, and it just seemed like I was like, why? Are, MTV was dominated for a minute there by like, you know, f- men pushing forty, but looked older. You know, that was the they, dominant because culture because they were like that's you know from the cocaine sixties and seventies yeah. or whatever. Well, that's why you know things were better back then, right? Good older men. Defining what pop culture was, yeah, you know, yeah, like like Phil Collins, Lenny Kravitz, those right. guys. Phil Collins, like you know, you know, the the song that made famous by the Supremes, you know, uh, he it took a white, balding, forty year old <laughs> man from England who plays in a progressive rock drummer yeah. in a progressive rock band to make a number one hit. Yep, nice try, Supremes. Yeah, you you gave it your best, but. Thanks to this middle-aged white guy. I mean, I would arguably say the Supremes are better. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there is a case to be made. There's the a Supremes case to be made. I do like the Phil Collins. Yeah, 
I, I like I, a Genesis. I like them both. I like them both too. Uh, I do um, like a Genesis though. You know, like an early Genesis. Oh, yep. I like the later Genesis too. Oh, that me song, too. The, the Brazilian, love that jam. Yeah, you used to DJ that all the time. Yep, it's really good. It's a hit. I do like. I I, I do like those songs. It's like when when the band that, that no one cares about does the one amazing song on the right. You're just like, <laughs> why did they? Uh, there's a song. Um, there's a song on Van Halen 1984, which I love the whole record, but there's mm-hmm. a song on there that's so good and it's like it's, it's the one that's not played very much. It's it's the timing of it. It's really strange, kind of progressive, but it's a slow song. What's the song? I can't remember. This is the part of the show. Well, take your Google. time. Yeah, Google it. You know, right, are who the, cares? the audience can wait. 1984 tra- track list. <laughs> People, you know, they we we get uh, complaints if we don't do enough googling. Yeah, during the show, people love it. it. It's, it's like uh, ASMR. Yeah, they get we get death threats. People like find you know the address of my where my parents live and say, you know, I don't know what's going to happen if you don't Google stuff more right. next week. I want to hear the click clacking of your ear. They can, they know by ear. They're like, oh, that those are. They're like, oh, that's Charlie's. His hands are heavier. That you can hear fluid sloshing around because I have a lot of water retention. You know. Yep. Yeah. Your fingers are plump like sausages. Mm-hmm. They're oily too. Yeah, plump and oil. You can see the yeah, the oil and the and the, and the, the plasma. Mm-hmm. You know the you know separating, and you can see it through my translucent skin. Yeah. When people have oily skin, is the oil coming out of your pores or is there like a gland that it's coming out of? I think think it's lots of glands. You have like a lot of little glands that the oil, they're generating oil. I think the song's called Drop Dead Legs. Okay. Which is a terrible name for a song. I'm going to listen to it right now and just be like, uh, (laughs) what was I thinking? It's not good at all. But I'm going to listen to it by a 14-year-old boy doing it on guitar <laughs> on YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying to doing a tutorial on how to to play it on baritone guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I had it, and then it yeah, stopped fine. playing. Can I play just a second of it? Is that weird if I do that while we're talking? I guess it's just really what it is. It's it's just um, it's sticky fingers rolling yeah. stones, but but done like with uh, the D- diamond Michael Dave Diamond boy Michael Dave Diamond. I didn't like it until he he did the little yelp and then it right. turned around for me. You right, might, ow, and that the guitar sound where it's just like the chorus out. Yeah, that's coming back. Oh yeah, it's coming back big time. And you hear that. It's it's really all all it is. That whole record is. You think it's guitars, but it's all samples from from uh, David Lee Roth sniffing cocaine, and they manipulated it to sound like guitars. They run it through a bunch of you know, modulators, and effects pedals. 
Yep. Some DOD, crappy DOD pedals on the ground, mm-hmm. and they just run it through, sink straight into it. Great feedback loops, and then filter the sound. Right. Panama, baby. Yep. I can't drive a 55-year-old man around. <laughs> you know? Yep. God made I mean, that song, really. It's not, you think Sammy Hagar did, but in, in a way, God did. God created the universe that led us to that moment where that song was made. I hope Sammy Hagar knows that, you know? You know, like everyone's got these, you know, you you know, you have things you have to do that you don't want to do. And so the song's kind of about that. It's like a metaphor for, you know, having to have a day job or take care of your relatives and raise a family. It's all kind of plays into this idea of having to drive a 55 year old guy around. Right. It's true. You don't want to. So you're kind of saying that Sammy Hagar is the Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's not. Bob Dylan's more of the Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I mean, like, if really, yeah, Bob Dylan is more of like the Sammy Hagar of Bob Dylan's, right? And but Sammy Hagar is more of Bob Dylan of Sammy Hagar's. Yeah, like his lyrics, you know, he's kind of the the the, the American poet. Yeah, he's a lyricist. That's the thing. He's. A, I would love to buy a hardcover book. It would be red. It would just be red, and you could tell it'd that it's leather, a yeah. on his leather pants, and it would just be a hardcover book, and it'd be his lyrics, and it would be like. You know, it would be only like one sentence a page, so it would be a, you know, huge, a yeah, very big book. You'd have to keep a, have a, its own room. Those kind of books, yeah, be like multi-volume encyclopedia in, in an old-timey library with a you know one of those ladders that that wheels around. He brings himself to the rare book rooms of you know the Powell. <laughs> he's like he's a rare book. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Hagar. I'm a poet. No, he's too busy doing those um, rock and roll cruise. The cruise people come off, and then they're stranded with him. Then they realize they're in hell. They're like, this will be fun to be with Sammy Hagar. Oh, my God, it's only 25 of us, and we're with Sammy Hagar for the weekend. And then at the end, they're just like, please, please, Sammy, please, Sammy, stop. Please, Sammy, please. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, being on a cruise is terrifying, and I see that, like, all the cruises are coming back, you know, like, the the whatever they probably got bailed out by the government. Oh, people are too. just like you think. Oh, people are going to be scared. Nope, they're nope, just they like want to. sold out. I wouldn't pay. You could like I don't like. There's probably is a threshold where you could pay me and I would do a cruise, but yeah, I, I would never like you know, David, be a, David Foster Wallace. The, the remember the lobster. People love to yeah. make fun of him on Twitter. They love the big joke on Twitter is that nobody's ever read uh, Infinite Jest, but you know, and I haven't, but I have read. <laughs> Remember the lobster, and that's a yeah, good re- essay. There's some good essays. Oh yeah, that that book's great. I haven't. I tried to read uh, Infinite Jest and failed, but I, I do love. Yeah, I did. Uh, I actually tried to read it and failed. Yes. Remember, remember the lobster is really good. But I also tried to read. You know, I don't know. Trying to think of a simpler book. <laughs> fail. Uh, Catcher in the Rye. I was going to say Catcher in the Rye, but no, no, I know. I love that book. I carry it with I me all, all everywhere I go. <laughs> Keep it in your back pocket when you're. It's weird. Whenever I get like angry and have an anger fit, I like grab it. I don't know why. Just, I just pick it up and I like rub it, and then I go out the house. Got to keep it close to you, just in case. Isn't like a bunch of serial serial killers, and they're always caught yeah, well, with it. They're they well, yeah, what's his, what's his name had it? Um, He's a holding coffee. You Google it, listener. Yeah. You'll figure it out. The the night snuggler. Yeah, yeah, he did it. 
God Kudos bless America. Ted Cruz, yeah. Ted Cruz, he is the, the night's night strangler. Yeah, like 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 the timing doesn't match up for the Zodiac killer. Obviously he's not really the Zodiac killer, but he is actually he has committed many a string of murders. Right. He's murdered through his policies and his lack of, uh, I don't even know. What Human doing. empathy. Yeah, what would you even say with somebody like Ted Cruz is? There's something so grotesque about him. He's a monster. And, like, I, and, I, don't, you know, and I don't, and I don't, you know, his looks, people get people's looks and I think it's not nice to do, but he is a monster and he looks the part, his whole, you know, he looks like an evil guy, I guess. He, he does. He's, he's a weird looking guy. Inside and out, yeah. And I judge people when when they look different from me. <laughs> I mean, if your face isn't perfect, I start to judge, and I'm yeah, perfect symmetry, you know. Right, you got to look like jawline, Winona Ryder, but a but a man, an old the, man, like an elderly version of male version of Winona Ryder, right about to die, like at the precipice of death, it mid last gasp. Just oh, and I would catch that last breath in a in a. I would have a Ziploc bag. I would just pull out, and you, I would catch it. And that's what you would see right as you die. I mean, catching that last breath, and I have your last breath. <laughs> I keep that. It's all a keepsake for me. It's like that Amy Mann song. Which one? Uh, last breath. It's that's what it's about. It's about about stealing the breath of of old people. Yeah, as they die. You as know, they she, die. Going. She works as a hospice worker at the beginning of the song and she goes in there and then she's, you know, she knows when people, she has a cat, one of those cats that can sense. <laughs> she keeps it on a leash, follows it. Sense. She follows the cat and then capture takes the bags and it's caught on video. And then she, you know, it, it, she doesn't go to jail because it's not a crime, but it's a moral crime. Yeah. There's no, there's no law. Like how do you write a law against that? You, all you can do is make a moral judgment. Right. I don't know why Amy Mann was the first person that came back came to mind i what's her hit song she's still know. relevant she still is like in the indie world she's i see her around doing stuff she's like amy man and ted she's, leo you know those guys yeah, she's people. always roaming around isn't she like friends with Kristen Anderson? amy man yeah roman roaming around roving the streets prowling oh, oh, roving <laughs> she yeah. roams sometimes she roves <laughs> yeah. other times definitely roving Roving is, 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 I like roving because it's also, it sounds, it sounds a little more sinister. It's a little more uh, antagonistic. Yeah. Like a game, if, it, if you're roving, it means like you're, I feel like you're passing, you're crossing like county lines or something right. like you're, you're just looking for Also, trouble. you're going zigzag. You're going, you know, and you're, you're, you're running through a cornfield, you know, and, and you don't yeah. care what's in your path. There's no, there's no like clear path of you know, you, you, there's no point A and B. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, you're just like looping around, backtracking. Uh, that's that's what roving is all about, right? Yeah, and then you're right. You're you're all of a sudden you're you're outside of county lines and yeah, and you don't stop. Yeah, the you cops. Can, you know, the uh, the sheriff can't can't pursue you anymore. The sheriff says this isn't our jurisdiction, and then they, they no go into path path of crime. That's how it used <laughs> to be back in the day. You just then you just go about your path of crime like that song on Nebraska, Bruce Springsteen. It's like the the brother like murders somebody in the bar and the his brother's the cop and he drives and he chases him past county line. It's like start a new life. <laughs> You're free now. <laughs> I just brutally murdered a man in a bar. 
You know, but I got away I with it. I'm, I'm in a new county. The cops just stop right at the line. Dag nabbit. I can't go into that county. Now, now it's just like CCTV, everything. Like if I if I if I if I rode my bike with a hood on and went downtown and murdered somebody and then rode my bike back, mm-hmm. so you could piece it together probably with CCTV. Like well, yeah. Well, they do like facial recognition. Yeah, you'd just be instantly right identified. But I would have a Ronald Reagan mask, Ronald Reagan Jr. His son, his son, the nice, his, his Democrat son, the Democrat, the nice, de- gay Democrat son. Yep. No, oh, God bless him. I God mean, bless or, him and Reagan Senior. And who? Reagan Senior, oh. the elder Reagan. He's buried out out behind the target, in a shallow grave, but. But you know, there's metal underneath, and then and then it's it's quartz, so you can see through, and you can see him, but he's but it's cloudy. It looks yep. like he's in a you know in a in a in a milk taking a milk of magnesia bath. <laughs> you can just you look at him and you imagine he's taking a nice bath, a milky bath. It's 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 seeping into his skin. There he is. And they always have a guy. They have a guy there that like has to sweep the dirt away every hour. <laughs> Oh, are you here to see Ronald Reagan's grave? I am. Yes, sir. Sure you I just am. hear the, the sounds of shopping carts, people moving their Target stuff to yep. their cars. Shuffling home. I, well, I, well, no, I, I, I was waiting for you to say it. I thought you were going to say, speaking of shuffling home. <laughs> <laughs> right? Speaking of which. Yeah, speaking but, of which. Let's shuffle on home to our own homes. I don't want to do this show anymore right now. I'm done. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this. I had my fill a long time ago. Right. We did it yesterday. We did it on the Patreon. We do. We have a whole other. We do a show where you but you pay for it instead of this one's for free. Yeah. And better. Wait, wait, this one's better, the free no, one? I don't know, no, no. the other one's better because we talk about all the crimes we do. We can't talk about that stuff, and we, we also use uh, deep, dark swear words. Yeah, we say swears, we self-incriminate, um, all that good stuff. Right, there's social security numbers. The page, patreon.com, forward slash my, my, my mother's maiden name and the, the high school uh, right. mascot, stuff like that. But yeah, patreon.com forward slash heavy breather or go to heavybreather.net. Click on the Patreon link. Bonus episodes every week. Click, click, click on everything. I think we're, we're going to have t-shirts soon. Oh my goodness. Click Our around. friend, uh, Eric from the fabulous company dream street is going to make us some of these Got some new shirts coming hideous shirts. They're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you'll buy them though. You're going to hate them. You're still going to buy them. No, they're beautiful. And all the pro- um, and the thing, here's the thing uh, we didn't talk about this, but all the proceeds go to uh, us. <laughs> that's the that's the rub. Yeah, it's like you're you're. It's like kind of like donating to to a charity. Yeah, and I give it to just, charities personally, but but you're giving specifically to us, right? This is for us. This is uh, this. I, I'm not sharing this. No. Uh, this is a good time to go because my dog is launching himself at my door. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's tired. So, he wants in. Uh, uh, love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. Uh, but yep. th- yeah, definitely Patreon if you're interested in bonus episodes. Uh, think about it. Think about it. Consider it. 
We'll see you next week. Talk to your priest about it. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. In the same way we could have changed it.
you made it by yourself?